yesterday. Total, total 180 from <laughs> Cherry. But yesterday, this is a new family comedy you can watch right now on Netflix. It was directed by Miguel Arteta. And it is based on a screenplay by Justin Malin. There's also a children's book, I think also called Yes Day, by Amy Krauss Rosenthal and Tom Lichtenheld. The whole idea of this movie is what if parents gave their kids, who usually get told no all the time, no, you can't do this, no, you can't make an award-winning podcast called Cinemaholics, no, 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 no. But what if for 24 hours, like a Nickelodeon version of The Purge, the kids get to say, oh, you, get, you beat my line. You took my line. I was going to say something like that. Oh, well. You were? I, I, I said Nickelodeon to the Purge in my review. So I feel like I sure. I got that. I, I figured it wasn't. Yeah, I, I figured it wasn't a uh, novel, but nevertheless, so well. I'm sorry I stole your thunder. Uh, yeah, what if what if kids essentially got what it is in that movie where it's like you get you get it all out of your system. The parents have to say yes to everything you do. That is the whole idea behind Yes Day. This film stars Jennifer Gardner, Edgar Ramirez as the parents of three precocious kids. Uh, one of them is played by Jenna Ortega. You might recognize her from You. I almost said Young. You, the show You on Netflix, which I know you haven't seen, but uh, she's in the second season of that show. And this is the second time I think I've uh, recognized her in something. But then also two younger kids. Uh, One of them is named Nando, played by Julian Lerner, and the other is Ellie, played by Everly Harganila. And a lot of other performers in this, like comedians and stuff. This is kind of like a one crazy day kind of thing. It's it's a movie that's all about like family and learning lessons about family. And well, it, it's definitely more like kid friendly than I think like a darker version of this could probably, especially like a movie starring Edgar Ramirez. It's kind of surprising to see him in something this tame. But I, yeah. you know, I'm going to say, well, I think this is kind of an effective movie. And I think uh, for families, it's kind of worth checking out. But what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I think it's fine. I, I, it's not made for me, uh, you know, 20 something male. I don't, I don't think it's really, uh, directed towards me. It's directed toward family audiences. And it's, it's kind of wild to me that this is now like a Netflix release. I feel like if this movie came out in like 2008, it would have been like a Disney production that made $25 million on its opening weekend. But now it's just something that is available on Netflix, and that's kind of odd to me. But at the same time, Netflix knows their brand. They, they know that these family movies do well. For me, the only real uh, point of interest was that it was Miguel Artero, and I, I like his earlier work a lot, especially uh, Chuck and Buck and uh, The Good Girl, which are two films that are very much not like this film. <laughs> uh, you know, don't, don't go in with those expectations. But he did direct uh, Alexander and the Terrible Horrible, yeah. No Good, Very Bad Day which is definitely very similar to this film. It feels like, I think, I think I wrote that it's like The Purge if it was made in the style of Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because it even has Jennifer Gardner in it as right. well. And I think she produced this as well. I, I forget if she produced the, the other film. but She did um, not, no. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a personal project for her. I read somewhere that she uh, she took some of the family dynamics from her own personal life, and, and I, I can see how this could be a somewhat cathartic film for her but for me i just found it to be a fairly generic netflix family film like i do admire edgar ramirez for uh you know letting his guard down a little bit and having fun um i i I do think jeffrey gardner gives a decent performance in this but outside of just the kind of general kookiness the premise which in the middle i was was with it i was like okay you know like 
anything could basically happen. You know, they have a pretty sizable budget. Like, where are they going to do with this premise? And there is some initial fun in that. But after a while, it, I just found it to be kind of dull. Like, I, I, I don't think the jokes are that bad. Like, I think there's a couple good uh, side characters here that get some decent laughs out of me. For instance, uh, Nat Faxon yeah. plays, like, this kind of, like, overworked uh, guidance counselor coach kind of character. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, yeah. He's great. I think he was, you know, he was fun. Um, there's a, a a security guard. Well, not not a security guard. A like uh, an officer ranking of the law. Officer, yeah. But he like <laughs> he's very like insecure with his power, and, and yeah. that, that's kind of amusing in spurts. I forget the actor's name. I, Ar- I recognize Arturo him. Castro. He okay. uh, he was in Narcos and Broad City. Okay, yeah, I've seen him and stuff. I, I I couldn't remember his name, but yeah, he has some amusing bits in this, and you know, I I think it's a, maybe slightly better than your average kind of mediocre family movie goes but at the same time there's not a lot to it that I haven't seen in other films in this vein and like I said it's not really made for me so I didn't really get that much out of it so I don't think it's terrible or anything but at the same time I'll probably forget about it after we talk about it. There's there's a lot of stuff in here that I think is pretty pretty fun pretty sizable fun for the kids and uh, there was also Fortune Feimster in this who people recognize from like the Mindy Project and doing more Netflix stuff I know she uh, she's part of that like Netflix after show thing that they're trying to get off the ground with like David Spade. But yeah, so I, I think with this movie, first of all, I do have a soft spot for Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but that was actually the first like world premiere I ever got to attend. Yeah. Um, at You've the mentioned Chinese that to theater. me at least, uh, at least a few times. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it on this show. <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, so that so Miguel Arteta also directed that film, as we've mentioned, and he is also Puerto Rican. So like, I, I definitely have a, try to be very supportive of just like his approach to, I don't think his movies are all that great, but I think that's what he does really well is he brings, I think Spanish uh, Latinx culture, like really well into like mainstream family movies. He just makes it kind of feel like effortless. And I, I think like in this movie in particular, something I really, really enjoy about it is like how this family is bilingual and and Mm -hmm. the way that they use like Spanish and the way that the kids say it sometimes and the, the parents kind of understand it and it goes back and forth. It's like, that feels really familiar. It feels authentic without feeling like performative, without it feeling like, oh, we're just trying to score like diversity points. It doesn't, doesn't strike that like maybe and a lot of movies do, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I agree. That was actually something that stood out to me as well and something I really appreciated And that, yeah, it, it did have that bilingual family dynamic in a way that didn't feel like forced or like executive produced or like whatever the term would be. Like it didn't feel like Netflix was like, oh, this has to be a bilingual family. It just felt like something they were able to incorporate in a way that made the family dynamic feel a lot more authentic. And, uh, you know, it made it distinct as well in a way that I think was definitely uh, something I right. appreciated. But like the point of it was that this is just a family that happens to also be bilingual. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I definitely think that's uh, something I'd like to see more of in these type of family films that otherwise are kind of generic and disposable. But um, yeah. Yeah, I also, you know, I think, I think and maybe people will disagree with this, but I think that the film also has good story arcs for these characters. Like I never felt like they were just sort of like walking through this script without any agency or i think the lessons learned in here are still kind of interesting on their own they're not groundbreaking but there is a good arc between the jennifer gardner's character and edgar ramirez's character where she feels like she she gets a bad rap where like the kids see her as this really uptight mom who has to say no and the dad who is such a workaholic gets to be the fun parent 
and he comes home, he kind of like swoops in and is the one who's like, ah, oh, if only your mom would say yes, then, you know, you, you would be able to get all everything you've ever desired. Cause I would say yes, but, ah, uh, you know, mom. And there is like a subtle thing here about how he, he sees himself as supportive of like, oh, I'm supporting your mom by going along with what she says, but he doesn't seem to understand like how his behavior and the way that he sort of enables this like dysfunction in the family is really bad. And I think, I think this is one of those movies where the mom clearly points it out and she's not treated as like the nagging overbearing matriarch. She actually has like, I, I thought that there was like an even handedness to the way she is written as a character. I particularly like how it opens with what they were like before they had kids, which uh, was a little bit too real for me. I think that's where the film kind of was like relatable for those of us who are in that stage of life where we, you know, where we say yes to everything as adults because we don't have kids. We don't have responsibilities like that right now. But I kind of see that possibly in my future, Unfor- unfortunately and fortunately <laughs> in a lot of ways. So, yeah, that all that all rang true for me. I don't know. I, I guess it sounds like it wasn't very relatable for you just in the sense that, you know, it's, it doesn't seem to, this kind of thing doesn't seem to be on your radar. Not really, no. But like I said, I do like Miguel Artera as a director. I I do think he's generally pretty competent. Even stuff like this where he's clearly, you know, studio for hire, basically. Like, he's just kind of here to get the movie to Netflix. Like, I still think he does a fairly decent, competent job as a director. But um, at the same time, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like he really puts a lot of distinction outside of the, the stuff we were just talking about before to make it really stand out beyond what, what otherwise is uh, fairly disposable as terms of these family Netflix movies go. But... You know, at the same time, if this funds a Chuck and Buck 2, uh, I don't think it will. But if it does, I'll, I'll be happy. But, you know, as long as he's happy, as long as he's getting the work he wants out of life, I, I'm happy for him. I don't think he's announced what he's doing next. But, yeah, with him, you just never know what kind of movie he's going to come out with because, like, some of his movies, like, sometimes you get, like, Youth and Revolt and Duck Butter, which are very adult films are more adult minded but then you get yesterday and i think before this um he also did that one from last year like a boss the oh, yeah. Hayek. yeah yeah Oof. and cedar bad. rapids you know i like cedar rapids a lot actually i really do like oh that interesting one. okay yeah um i forgot that was him though but yeah, yeah i like yeah. that one a good bit that's interesting i thought most people most people do not look favorably on cedar rapids but oh, really yeah, I guess. Oh. I mean, I, I thought it was okay. I, I thought oh, well. it was just very just plain Jane, but you know. Mm. Well, the hell with them. I think that's that's oh. quite a good film. I'm, well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad we found we found a a point of contention sure. then in his <laughs> filmography. I guess. No, I agree. With you. I think Miguel Arteta is a very interesting director, if nothing else, uh, even if he doesn't always swing and hit. Uh, yeah, I, I like this movie though. I think that it's it's very easy to recommend to a very t- certain type of audience if you just find yourself like either like right before this stage of life or if you have a soft spot for family comedies and you just want to watch something on Netflix that is easy easy to watch breezy something you can watch with the kids although I do warn parents of kids uh if you are not interested if you think the idea of a yes day is so terrible that like you don't want your your kids to find out about it and they probably will eventually then maybe avoid this movie so they don't bug you about doing a yes day for them although this this movie does make a good case for it i think that we, we didn't mention but there are ground rules like it's not yeah. yes to absolutely everything just like the perch of course um yes yeah is this a real thing <laughs> uh is this like a real yeah. thing that people do okay i did not yeah. know i didn't i forgot to look it up afterwards it's totally a real thing it's 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 something that's been kind of like i think the children's book is coming out of it. It was inspired, I think, by some parents doing it. And yeah, the ground rules are pretty basic. It's like, yeah, nothing dangerous, nothing illegal, can't be something in the future. The kids have a budget. They can't ask for something super expensive. Yeah. 
unlike the purge, you can't kill somebody. Kill somebody, I guess. But you know, the, yeah, yeah, that would be both dangerous and illegal. So yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So what what are they really purging at the end of this? Yesterday, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think this is a, a fun movie. I think that its problems or its flaws are very minor. So yeah, I'm a I'm a pretty hearty B minus on yesterday. What what about you, Will? Uh, I think I'll give it a high C. Just because, like I said, it's fairly harmless. It's nothing like awful or anything like that. If anything, it's just that I just didn't really connect with it too much, which is maybe more of a me thing. But at the same time, I, I don't. I don't think it does too much to really make it like something that I can really heartily recommend. But I, I think for families, they'll enjoy it fine. I, I don't think it's like offensive or anything like that. But um, yeah, I think it's it is what it is. It's fine. I I, I don't know if I would let my kids, if I ever have kids, do it yesterday, but. This didn't convince me otherwise either, so I guess chuck that as a neither a loss or a win. <laughs> I mean, would we let? What if we, as the kids of our parents, gave our parents a yes day? I don't think I would do that. Just saying. Yeah, well, that's the like the darker, <laughs> like Sundance dramedy version of this. I oh. guess would be like adult version of a yes day. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like I, I, we keep talking about the purge, but yeah, I feel like that's already a thing. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yesterday is available to watch right now on Netflix. It is very, very quick watch. 86 minutes, just an hour 26. You could definitely squeeze it in on a lazy Sunday afternoon if you so choose. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.